Podcasts on WLRN are funded in part by Make-A-Wish Southern Florida, whose own podcast, World of Wishes, features inspiring, uplifting, and memorable stories from wish kids, their families, medical professionals, and more. You can listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. From the WLRN Newsroom, I'm Christine DiMatte, and this is the Latin America Report. It's been more than two weeks since a powerful magnitude 7.2 earthquake struck southwest Haiti and killed more than 2,200 people. But survivors say humanitarian aid is getting to them painfully slowly. One main reason for that is the remoteness of the region where the earthquake hit and also the threadbare infrastructure and difficult terrain of Haiti's southwest peninsula. That's the bad news. WLRN America's editor Tim Paget says the good news is that a new, more effective aid delivery paradigm seems to be emerging after this latest Haiti earthquake. He's been speaking to Haitians there and here in South Florida about this, and he joins me now. Tim, what are we hearing most from Haitians on the ground who say the earthquake has more or less cut them off from the world? Many tell us the most needed aid, tents, food, water, medical supplies, are only now starting to reach them. The earthquake hit the remote southwest Tiburon Peninsula. It's more mountainous, roads are bad, and many are controlled by gangs, although they've supposedly agreed to a truce to allow relief supplies to safely pass. Communities are just harder to reach, like Camperan. We spoke to a farmer agronomist there, Robert Semelus. Semelus said he lost his farm as well as several friends and relatives, including an aunt he was close to who was killed when her house collapsed while she was cooking breakfast for everyone the morning the earthquake hit. So Semelus commandeered a vacant road construction depot and organized a camp for more than 500 survivors, 70 families. On Friday, he said they were all still sleeping outside because no tents had arrived yet, and they jerry-rigged a solar-powered aquifer pump from a nearby plant nursery because no donated water had arrived yet. These people have absolutely nothing now, Semelus told us. They've lost family members, their houses are crushed, they have nothing to eat. We can't manage this any longer. And what are we hearing from Haitians here in South Florida as they try to make contact with family there and try to send help? Haitians here tell me they're very concerned after talking to family members there, especially the farther west you go, especially the city of Jeremy on the tip of the Tiburon Peninsula. Many of the mountain roads into Jeremy are shut off and the main bridge into the city is collapsed. Mirto Valsan is a Haitian from Jeremy who lives in Miramar, and she runs a nonprofit to help Haitians called the Makaya Foundation. She told me they're struggling to figure out right now how to get aid, especially badly needed medical supplies, into Jeremy. The biggest problem is transportation. To go to Jeremy is very dangerous. People who have to go to the hospital, only way really to transport them is by plane, and it's very expensive. Is the aid delivery situation starting to improve? In recent days, yes. U.S. military helicopters, directed from here in Southcom, have now delivered more than a quarter million pounds of relief supplies, and they're transporting injured Haitians to hospitals. Late last week, the Biden administration said it's going to provide an additional $32 million in humanitarian assistance to Haiti. 
You mentioned that one of the things that might help the aid process this time is that much of it is being done differently than it was after Haiti's 2010 earthquake. International aid NGOs got a lot of criticism after the 2010 earthquake for just sheer waste. Layers and layers of costly overhead, SUV rentals, hotel stays, and and more important, for keeping Haitians themselves shut out of the relief and recovery process. That may be changing this time. The Haitian government, for one thing, is exerting more of the aid control it didn't back in 2010. And there's a charity here in Doral, for example, called Global Empowerment Mission, Last week from the Miami River, it began sending more than $5 million of relief aid to the port of Miraguan on Haiti's Tiburon Peninsula. It will go directly to the local Roman Catholic Archdiocese and other Haitian groups to distribute because they know the communities there better and how best to get to them. It'll be interesting to see if this approach works better. I've been speaking with WLRN America's editor, Tim Paget. This is WLRN News. I'm Christine DiMatte. Podcasts on WLRN are funded in part by Make-A-Wish Southern Florida, whose own podcast, World of Wishes, features inspiring, uplifting, and memorable stories from wish kids, their families, medical professionals, and more. You can listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.